Welcome to week two picks. We got just Wyatt here. Does it remind you of when we first started, but we're in my little closet, and now we're, we got a living room here. We made it. Yeah, we're living large, man. No doubt. <laughs> here we are. So, uh, all right, really quick before we do our picks for this week, we should just, what's the craziest game you think from last week that you want to just briefly touch on? Because there was a handful to choose from. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I'll just go with uh, KC versus um, the Browns. You know, just to me, it was just such a repeat of kind of what happened in the first game in a sense, and just that, you know, Cleveland had control of that game. It felt late, like they probably should have seized control and won that game, and they just, in the end, you know, they were the Browns. So I think they proved they were a good team, but uh, they're still the Browns, and uh, KC still the Chiefs, pretty much. Yeah. Basically, I mean, any time in that game where you, like, even when the Browns were up by, what, like 12 or something, did you ever think, like, oh, it's over, the Browns got this? Yeah, no point did I ever <laughs> think that. No. Never. They got to they gotta prove it to us that they're actually, you know, a team that could contend for a championship. Yeah. And they'll probably be solid. Like, they've shown that they are, like, they could be in that conversation, oh, yeah. but I just won't trust them. No, they're a playoff team for sure. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't see them going much farther than that. Yeah. Yeah. And the Chiefs, just classic, that's what they do. Like, make it look interesting and then, oh. What was it, like a 75-yard touchdown to Tyree Kill at the end? Yeah, that was ridiculous. I mean, I almost felt that was kind of lucky, if, if anything. I mean, it's kind of like fucking uh, unfair to call Mahomes unlucky at this point because mm-hmm. he's so good, but that that was a crazy play, um, really crazy. But, yeah, I mean, the Chiefs just do what the Chiefs do, which is win. Uh, Mahomes is still perfect in September, which is crazy. Still hasn't thrown oh, an yeah. interception. No picks. We'll just add three touchdowns to that, to whatever his stats were. But, again... So the Chiefs stay perfect in September, but they also are continuing that trend from last year. Don't cover. Right. Yeah. Well, that's why, I didn't, that's why I didn't pick them. I was going to say, I might, I might be picking yeah. them again this week, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get to that. Um, okay. So okay. So for week two, uh, first game, we'll do the Rams at uh, at the Colts. And the Rams are favored by three and a half. So, so we, we could speak uh, from experience. We actually saw the Rams, not up close and personal, but we were in the, in the building. <laughs> in the 300 or the the nosebleeds but we were there yeah we uh, weren't close <laughs> so what would you say like how do you feel about the rams because they did look good but that was against the the bears yeah no i mean obviously i think that's like as good of a start as you could have asked for if you're mcveigh and you're stafford and you're that defense i think they played pretty well i still have you know questions about that defense overall there's a lot of kind of guys who i don't even really know which is never a good sign um but uh i think stafford you know i think he's possibly could kind of take the lid off this offense but I also felt to an extent that some of that offense was kind of gimmicky and just like we know McVay could really scheme very well and just kind of get guys open and you know some of those plays just felt like mistakes by the Bears and also just great uh play calling by Sean McVay but uh yeah we'll see if he can continue that this week I'm gonna go with the Rams because yeah uh, I got the Rams too but yeah so it was Van Jefferson had like a 60 yard touchdown and then on I think the second their second (laughs) offensive play of the game yeah, that was the weirdest start to a game too because the obviously it's super loud right first game with first real game with fans at that new stadium and then the Bears take the opening kickoff like sixty yards or like fifty yards and then get like a thirty yard rush on their first play and then of course Dalton throws a pick in the end zone yeah which is classic no I mean it was kind of the perfect start to the season if you're anyone but a Bears fan you mm-hmm. know I mean that's just kind of what you expected is you know yeah they they got down there and then Dalton just couldn't couldn't finish the job yep and they even put Fields in for the play there i think right to like run a read option where he handed it off yeah i think he ended up being like two for two for like 15 yards and then he had that read option that he ran in for a touchdown i mean he looked good when he was in there he looked confident at least um 
I mean, it's hard to see him being worse than Dalton at this point. Cause <laughs> I, I think Dalton's like the farthest he threw the ball was 15 yards downfield, which is just not a good sign. Yeah. Like in the modern NFL, you have to be able to push the ball downfield, and Dalton just doesn't seem like he could do that at this point. So I don't know how much longer he's going to be in there. I predict like and, maybe uh, he finishes out this week, maybe he doesn't, but in the next couple weeks, I think Fields is coming for sure. So we're not going to talk about that game because it's Cincinnati at Chicago, but uh, if, like let's say Dalton looks terrible against the Bengals, that might be, like how can you keep starting him after that, right? Like, yeah, exactly. At some point, you know, your fans are just going to be ripping you <laughs> every way, so you, you just got to kind of give in. I just think, I think Fields, I mean, it's inevitable. They drafted him to become the starting mm-hmm. quarterback eventually, so you know it's going to happen. Uh, so it's just a matter of time, and I think it's going to be probably sooner rather than later. Yeah. Uh, okay. But also, I think as long as Dalton starts, I might just pick against the Bears every week because I heard this on some other podcasts. But like, how can anybody on the Bears team? How can you play hard when you know that like you're purposely putting the worst option out there? You know. Uh. Yeah. No. I mean, it's there's definitely you know plays on the team mentally for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you wonder how those receivers feel. I mean, we're not there at practice, obviously, so so we don't know. Um. But. Yeah, no, I think I think that does kind of wear on the team to some extent. I mean, and for the Bears, it's been like that for a long time. So maybe they're used to it. It's like a defense that does, you know, they grind it out. They keep teams from scoring very many points, and their offense just doesn't keep up their end of the bargain. And so that's just kind of been the theme there for a while. But now the problem is I don't even think the defense is that good. So yeah. to me, this could just be kind of a bad football team. Justin Fields or no Justin Fields, I don't really see him doing much this season. Yeah, so I'm taking Cincinnati, even though we're not talking about that game, but we are picking all of them. Um Okay, and on the other side of the ball, what do you think about the Colts? So they they lost to the Seahawks by 12. It was a weird game. Like I feel like it wasn't even as close as the score kind of shows. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but Wentz, his numbers were all right. But, I mean, I don't know. He wasn't really that exciting in my opinion. But what do you think about the Colts right now? Yeah, I just feel like this team, you know, it's kind of ironic too because uh, HBO just announced they're doing their first ever yeah. mid-season or in-season hard mm-hmm. knocks, and they're doing it on the Colts, and it's like, I don't think you could have picked a more boring team. Like, I mean, this team just, they have no juice. It doesn't really, there's no, like, really exciting playmakers uh, on offense, at least. I know they have Leonard on defense, and he's a really good young player. But uh, offensively, there's just nothing to make you excited about this team. And like you said, his numbers were solid, but they punted the ball a lot. They just, they weren't really moving the ball up and down the field. I think, like you said, uh, I think the score wasn't even a really good testament to how much Seattle dominated that game. Um, so yeah, I just I don't know what to think of this Colts team. I think their ceiling is kind of low. Uh, I think they're like you know a, could be like a seven eight win team this year. Unfortunately, uh, so yeah, I got um, uh, both got, I the, got Rams the Rams. There. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, they'll probably still end up with the solid record just because that's what they always do. And they're lucky that their division is terrible because yeah. now we they might have the two worst teams right like Houston and Jacksonville. Uh, if Jared Goff has anything to say about that, we'll see about yeah. Detroit. But and then even like the Titans look really bad, also. Yeah, so no, the Colts I, could win that. For, division, no, I think right? this could be like a, a like kind of like last year with the NFC um, yeah. South is like someone wins this with eight wins, seven wins, something crazy like that. Because the Colts play a pretty tough schedule this year too. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough sledding for them. Just not a lot of playmakers on that team. Yeah, I mean their best offensive player is probably an O lineman, right, Quentin Nelson. Like, yeah, I guess. Jonathan Taylor, I guess. Right, but. like Jonathan Taylor's good. I mean, there's guys I like. Michael Pittman, I think, mm-hmm. has potential. He's on my fantasy team, so he better step yep. it up. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, like the then, Rams are safe there. It's only three and a half also. Right, and then it just doesn't seem like Carson Wentz. I don't know if he's the guy. Like, you know, I think I've seen enough of him to, to see that he's not 
an elite player. Yeah. And I don't think he's going to be able to take this team very far. Yeah. And if there was prop bets on, you know, like, is Wentz going to have a fumble this game? I think he probably is. It <laughs> yeah. kind of seems like the game where no, he... No, for sure. Just him and Daniel Jones, they just seem to <laughs> cough up that ball, man. Like it's Which we all... Business. So this is, you know, we're honest on the show. All three of us picked Washington minus three and a half last night and all got that wrong. And we were texting about how, like, we're not betting on Daniel Jones ever. Yeah. And he went off. <laughs> he had, like, know, 80 rush yards and a touchdown. And I don't think he had a turnover, right? I no, I don't think he did. Yeah. I don't think there was only that one interception was the only turnover of the game. So still not going to ever pick them, but right. we're just, maybe we shouldn't talk about it out loud because yeah. apparently he, he used No, Daniel everything. Jones is just one of those players, man, that just, I mean, you, he, you can't predict what he's going to do next. Yeah. You know, he had that long touchdown run that didn't end up counting to. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, so he could have had like... Yeah. Oh, God. So, I mean... <laughs> You just never know with this guy. That's why I feel like the Giants can't feel like they give up on him yet because mm-hmm. you just it's just like he does these incredible things sometimes, but then the other half of the time he just can't keep the ball. Like yeah. it's just crazy. He might be Trubisky two point He really is, right? dude. Yeah, no, he really is Trubisky two point <laughs> Which is not a good thing, but that not means he will thing. get at least. This is what his third year, probably. Right. So he'll have at least one more season. I yeah, think. I would say so. And then I mean. Teams will be happy to go after him. I could see oh, yeah. someone picking him up, like even if they cut, let him go a year from now or mm. something like that. Just because there's the, I would they, they would call it the pedigree, even though it was he was a weird pick, right? He got like, yeah. like six, I think. Yeah. Yeah, kind of a reach. I think that's how a lot of people felt. I yeah, think. which again was like Trubisky because they take him over Deshaun sure. Watson and Mahomes, yeah. so they are kind of a little bit too similar. They kind of even have the same face on the side. <laughs> like, even when they're having a good game, you're still like, I can never trust this dude. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But all right, uh, next game, we'll do Buffalo at Miami, which, I mean, this might be, like, the two best teams in that division, which Buffalo kind of ran away with last year. So we talked about last week's Buffalo game quickly because that was rough. They lose to the Steelers 23-16, and that was really a deep. Like, the Steelers won on a blocked punt return for a touchdown. Right. But Josh Allen was terrible. So uh, his numbers, again, were okay, but that was kind of just garbage time. But do you think... This is an, like, there's a bunch of games from last week, I guess, that we could ask this question. But, like, are the Bills as bad as they looked? Are the Steelers as good as they looked? Or is it kind of a mix of the two? What do you I think, think it's a mix of the two. I think maybe people's expectations for the Bills were a little bit high. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, granting that they didn't even really put up much of a fight in the AFC Championship last year. But, no, I think this. I think they're going to bounce back. I still have a lot of uh, confidence in this team. I still think Josh Allen, you know, he didn't do his best in Week 1. Um, but I think you could chalk that up to just being early in the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't play very much in the preseason. So, um, And on the other end, I think the Steelers, I think they have a really good defensive line. I think that caused, obviously caused a lot of problems with this offense. But no, like I think I think the Bills are going to bounce back. I think Miami kind of was lucky in their win versus New England, and um, I think they're going to struggle in this game. Uh, but it's going to be an interesting battle for sure because we'll see if Miami is the real deal. Tua kind of didn't really impress me in that last game, mm-hmm. so... We'll see with him. I like the Bills, though, in this one. Okay, yeah. I have the Bills as well, and it's uh, minus three. There's a lot. That's a theme this week. There's a lot of minus three and a halfs, which... Yeah, a lot of pick'ems, basically. Yeah. The extra half point does kind of, like, throw you off a little bit. For but, sure. I don't know. I think Buffalo will be... They're not going to look as bad as they did last last week. And also, the Steelers, like you said, they might have the best defense in the league, right? Like, they're in the conversation for that, I feel like. Yeah, I think so. Uh Definitely on their D line, at least. I mean, TJ Watt. I just think he's yeah. the best in the biz right now at what he does, and they just seem to be able to generate pressure every every season, every game. I don't know. A lot of credit to Mike Tomlin, man. That guy mm-hmm. always keeps his team winning. So yeah, it's a good team. So, uh, so yeah, I'm going with Buffalo here as well. Yeah, Miami is just Tua doesn't look. You know, like they won last week, but he 
was not the reason why you know yeah no it felt very like schemed and kind mm-hmm. of planned out which is how it felt last year um you know even the chances that he took they felt very uh like i said just kind of organized and like planned in that direction and then that interception that he threw was really bad like yeah. re- really bad um and that's against a rookie quarterback yeah. Mac jones who looked good but like let's say what if we see the the bills offense from last year like we it, can't expect Tua right. to keep up with that you know and yeah i just you know i think you could win with Tua. Like, he's a solid quarterback. But I just think what we've realized at this point is that he's not going to do anything, like, exceptional for your team. He doesn't have arm strength to throw the ball deep and, you know, kill you and kind of shred you in that sort of manner. And, uh, you know, he's not a, a crazy – I know he had a rushing touchdown last game, but he's not, like, this wild, elusive runner either. Mm-hmm. So um, I think, like, people kind of saw him as, like, this Russell Wilson, left-handed Russell Wilson headed into the league. I just don't think that's the case. I think Russell Wilson's, you know, a lot more athletic kind of player. Yeah, um, it's so crazy just, to, to yeah. say that about Tua. Because remember when we first saw him in Alabama, it was like this, he can make every throw, and he's lefty, so it looks cool. And now maybe it's the injuries, right? Because it was hip injuries, which mm-hmm. that sounds pretty terrible for a quarterback. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, yeah, I just think it comes down to arm strength a lot of it too. You know, like mm-hmm. I know people kind of compared him to Drew Brees coming in the league, which I, to me is not like something you want to be compared to because Drew Brees is an anomaly. Mm-hmm. Like he was a guy; he didn't have the arm strength, but he just he had the mind and he had the ability to get it done and. There's not been a lot of guys like that, so to be compared to Drew Brees is kind of like, oh, he doesn't have all the physical skills, but I think he's got that crazy mind yeah. and he can do that it. Funny. That's like, it's like, what are the odds that yeah. that's gonna really be you? That yeah. is saying he doesn't have like all the yeah the physical stuff. It's right. Like, he's not a great athlete. He's kind of small, but maybe like maybe if he has exactly like, like one of the best minds. Right. Ever where if they pair, if someone compares you to like Ben Roethlisberger, it's like okay, he's big and he can throw mm-hmm. the ball far. Like you know that's you could that's a good comp, but yeah, no. <laughs> Okay, I mean, so we're both going with Buffalo there. Uh, all right, next one. Okay, this one's interesting. So San Francisco at Philadelphia. So San Francisco was destroying the Lions, and then I think they just got got bored, and that's when Jared Goff thrives is when the other team stops <laughs> trying. <laughs> and I think he had like – well, maybe I should look up his stats. He had some crazy – he had 338 yards, three touchdowns, no picks, but he threw the ball 57 times, so – yeah, and most of that was garbage time. Mm-hmm. So that's not great efficiency, I don't believe. Um, but uh, Philly, on the other hand, killed Atlanta. So that was also a surprising outcome. Mm-hmm. I think we both picked the Falcons, right? We did, yeah. Uh, so yeah, what do you, this is another game that. where like, this, do you think Philly is actually going to be this good, or was that kind of fluky? No, not really. I mean, it's kind of baffling me just like watching kind of the media and what people are writing and talking about how much stock people are putting into Philly already. Because mm-hmm. I mean. Do we not remember how bad this team was last year? And I know, I mean, they made some moves this offseason, but I don't think enough to, to warrant that they're going to rebound in a big way. And I, I mean, I like Jalen Hurts' performance. I think he could be the guy for this team. Um, but I also just think San Francisco, to me, is one of the better teams this season. I, I expect yeah. them to have a really good year. Uh, like you said, I think they pretty much dominated that game versus Detroit as they should have, and then they just kind of got lazy there toward the end, which is something you could correct as a coach and as a team. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like San Francisco in this game. Um, I actually like them big, too. I think they'll kind of, you know, maybe shut down the noise a little bit on Philly and bring it up on themselves a little bit. Yeah, so I have I have the Niners, too. I think I think the Eagles are going to be better than people thought, but I don't think they're going to be... Like, I mean, they could win the oh, NFC Oh, yeah, East, I, I right? think they could win the NFC East, but yeah. that's not saying much. So. Yeah, right, that's kind of like, again, yeah. like the Colts. Like, exactly. You're the best of four bad teams. Right. Um, but it seems like they play hard. Like that new coach they have who people were roasting because of his... Rightfully so, his like uh, those press conferences he had. Oh, Dan Crenshaw. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Dan Campbell. I think yeah, Dan Campbell. Yeah. Or like, 
He's is he the biting kneecaps guy? Was that him? Yeah, <laughs> that's him. But I mean, it worked. Like they came out yeah. last week and looked great. Uh, <laughs> Even when I don't know if you saw him shaking Shanahan's hand, no. it was very like aggressive and just <laughs> had a lot of energy in it. And I didn't realize how big of a guy he is. Yeah, I think because he's an ex player. I think he, yeah, he's, yeah. I think he was a tight end. He's okay. Big, big <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the Eagles have a new coach too, Sirianni, who's kind of he was the guy who his press conference he was just like stumbling over his words and like people were like, this guy's obviously not ready to be a head coach but he i mean the team played hard last week and i remember i think we talked about this when we're going to the rams game is like jalen hurts just wins everywhere he goes like, yeah and granted he did play for maybe the two best college teams when he was in college alabama and oklahoma but mm-hmm. i looked at his record this year in those years i think he lost like five games in four years and made yeah. the playoff every year and obviously put up crazy numbers so i think he's like solid he's not gonna be a star but i don't think he's going to be like a total you know flame out of the league guy either oh yeah no way you know kind of like devonta smith his teammate that we were mm-hmm. talking about some guys i think are just they're good football players maybe they yeah. don't have like the this prerequisite of size and strength or speed or whatever but they just they're really good at playing football and i think jalen hurts is just one of those guys yeah yeah so i'm going to san francisco also but i do think it'll be so i think it'll be you know relatively close game maybe like seven to ten points but that three points is pretty low it feels like yeah uh, just because San Francisco didn't look that great last last week, and I feel like we haven't we haven't even seen San Francisco's full potential. Oh, you know, yeah. like I just I mean, as far as the playbook and Shanahan opening things up, and even Trey Lance getting in mm-hmm. there, I just think this team has so much more to to show. And yeah, I th- that number definitely seemed low to me. Yeah, like that should be another one that should be at least three and a half, which is kind of weird that it's not. Right. Um, okay. Next one we got. Oh, here we go. This is your time to shine, Dallas. Basically. Basically, Chargers at no, Dallas in up. Los Angeles. But, That's uh, fucked up, dude. <laughs> so that line, I think it's stayed the same the whole time. Just Chargers minus three. Just classic home team, three points. Uh, is it three? Or is it, I thought it was three and a half. No? Oh, did it change? I'm pretty sure, or, okay, maybe it, it changed. It might have. But if we're, yeah, if we're going off that, I think okay. three's fine. I looked um, earlier today, so it might have changed. But Yeah, I think it's at three and a half right now. But, um, you know, the Cowboys... Cowboys are suffering right now. So they lost uh, their right tackle to a five-game suspension for uh, substance abuse. And then they just found out a few days ago they lost to Marcus Lawrence for, I think, mm-hmm. six to eight weeks with a foot injury. So, um, And they lost their other, I can't remember his name right now, they lost their other edge rusher. So Dallas, an already pretty, uh, let's just say, not very talented defense, is missing pretty much their most talented players. And then on offense, you know, the right tackle is a big deal, especially in this game because the guy that plays the left side of the defensive line is Joey Bosa. So um, to me, that's, like, going to play a really big factor in this game. Um, I know everyone wants to talk about, oh, the Cowboys fans and how many they're going to be at the stadium, and that might happen, and that happens at a lot of places, by the way. But um, I don't think it's going to factor much into this game at all. I just, at the end of the day, I think... The Chargers have the more talented players, the more talented roster, and uh, I just think Dallas's defense is weak, really weak. And I think uh, Brandon Staley and his uh, his staff and Lombardi they're gonna just totally destroy this defense. So I like the Chargers in this one, big. Yeah, that's that's a lot big. of you know big time like important position players to be missing for the Cowboys. And Demarcus Lawrence looked really good against the Bucks too. I think so. They we just said they got so they lost the tackle, but they got uh, Zach Martin back. They did get Zach Martin back, but again, this is his first game, so he probably isn't going to be fully up to speed. Yeah, I wanted to pick the Cowboys just because just for fun, <laughs> <laughs> but no, this is 
I think, and the Cowboys looked good last week. This is kind of my theme for this week is like some of the teams that looked too good last week, like mm-hmm. the Raiders, yeah. can fall in that category. I'm going to pick them to kind of come back down to earth this year or this week. Yeah. So go with the Chargers. And like if if they can't, the Cowboys can't get pressure on Herbert. Like right. Gonna... Yeah. If Herbert has like six, seven seconds to sit in the backfield and <laughs> just look around and throw, I mean, he's going to slice you up. There's yeah. just there's just no way around it. I I agree with you though. I think again. Just like the amount of hype that surrounded the Cowboys for a loss is unprecedented. Like I haven't seen this in a long time, and to me, it's like I understand the Bucks won the the Super Bowl last year. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like it's a massive achievement. Um, but we also understand like they they had a lot of luck in getting there. You know, like they're a good team, no doubt. But it's also week one. You know, they they lost their safety in that game, uh, and the guy that came in and replaced them was getting picked on all game. So I just. I think people are kind of overreacting to how close Dallas may or may not have kept that game. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's not forget, like, if Chris Godwin doesn't fumble there, the Bucks still cover what was yeah. like an eight and a half point spread. So, oh, we forgot. Damn, we forgot to go over our totals last week because, well, you guys killed it. Uh, but I'll just throw myself in there because I'm part of the team. Uh, really quick, last week. Okay, last week combined we went thirty-one correct and twenty incorrect. That's fifty-seven percent. Now you got eleven. Right, six wrong. Daniel got twelve and five. I was eight and nine, close. You know, we're yeah. close there. Yeah. You know, a couple of bounces of the ball go a different way. <laughs> Over five hundred, but uh, yes, yeah, so that was one big one. If if Godwin doesn't fumble, that's two extra. Right, correct there. But uh, but yeah, and also like you mentioned, it's week one, coming off a Super Bowl. Like, why are the Bucks really gonna care that much about that game? Right, right. They just did enough to win. Right, like yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I also think that Bucks defense might be a little bit overrated too. Mm-hmm. Just that they kind of looked old. I know people have talked about like you know they have some older guys on that defense, so I mean maybe they're not as good of a unit as people might think. Yeah, and it is defenses are kind of hard to like translate year over year. Yeah, like, and they kind of do run off of like their reputation for a while, like we talked about with the Bears, where right. they're still kind of riding that reputation exactly. like three years ago. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, and the Cowboys. I mean, their offense does look legit. no, like, no <laughs> doubt about it. Like I think. They're going to be involved in a lot of shootouts this year. If you got Cowboys on your fantasy team, I think that's a big, big plus for sure. Um, but that's how they're going. To, if the Cowboys are going to win this game, that's how it has to be. Is like this has to be like a, a twenty-eight, thirty-five, like thirty, thirty-eight, thirty-three type mm-hmm. battle because I just don't see the Chargers not racking up a lot of points with. Because I mean, the Chargers have a great offense of their own, and like I said, I think that Cowboys off uh, defense is weak, and especially with those guys they're missing, very weak. So, yeah, I was trying to find. Uh prop bets just because this seems like one where you just hammer like <laughs> everybody's over yeah, right exactly i can't find it for some reason mm-hmm. but i'm sure like uh herbert and dak just both over on yards whatever it is yeah uh that should be a fun game to watch though i think what time is that uh, i think that's a one o'clock start oh yeah so it's only going West up against Coast. yeah a couple other games oh and if you had to pick so these are the other games going on at that time vikings cardinals falcons bucks Titans, seahawks yeah <laughs> And I think uh, I think Romo's calling this game. I think it's oh, America's oh, yeah. game of the week. Okay. So like that, it's that one o'clock Fox slot. That you, Perfect. Yeah. Are you going to it? No, no, no. Oh. I didn't. I don't want to be around all those Cowboys fans. That's true. And I think they probably put the prices up so high because yeah, the, exactly. Okay, so we're both going Chargers there. If that line does go to three and a half, then I might have to reconsider. But I'll probably <laughs> that three and a half is just so weird for some reason. I don't know why. Um, okay. I predict a beatdown if I didn't. You predict what? A beatdown if I didn't oh. emphasize that. Oh. <laughs> Statement win. Hey, Dak looked good, but. Yeah. I, I thought Dak looked all right. I mean, you know, Dak Pascal has thrown for over 400 yards in the last four or five games, and they've lost 
four of those oh, games. Who is he like? Who would you compare him to in the NBA then, where it's like just puts up crazy numbers? Could be like Trey Young before this past season, where it's just like thirty a game. I would even say like Damian Lillard or someone like that. Like oh, I mean Damian Lillard's number one. Shit. That's pretty good. That would be scared <laughs> yeah. of Damian Lillard coming into into SoFi. Yeah, maybe that's too high. <laughs> he hasn't won anything. I like yet. the I like the Trey Young. We'll go we'll go with that one. Yeah, because he just had like you know one really good playoff moment. But yeah, I feel like Dame is. We gotta give him a little more respect. Okay, fair enough. But it's a similar, yeah, just like a high scoring yeah. guard who just like he's gonna get thirty a game. They might not win all the time, but yeah. Uh, maybe we should just leave that part so Dame doesn't come <laughs> after me. <laughs> Right now he's gonna kill the Warriors this year because he's gonna be like Daniel Jones. He's gonna somehow hear this and then. Right. <laughs> okay, the second to last game, Casey at Baltimore. I feel like this. I feel like they always play each other, and this might be like the least hyped matchup just because the the Ravens are just dealing with every injury possible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. I mean, obviously you're not, you still have Lamar Jackson versus Mahomes, so that's mm-hmm. gonna draw a certain amount of attention, but um. Yeah, I just I don't think these teams are in the same league necessarily. Um, you know, KC they've kind of dominated this matchup anyway. I know people have kind of been trying to like force this rivalry, and I get mm-hmm. it. Like they're they're similar. They've both been in the league for a similar amount of time. They're they're two of the best in their their division or in their uh, in their conference, and uh, so you want you want to see a rivalry there. But the fact is, the Chiefs have just kind of dominated the Ravens for the most part. Um, and I expect like more of the same in this game. Like you said, this is just a team decimated by injuries. They've had a lot of really bad luck. And uh, the Chiefs, they like we said, they're really good in September. They seem to be clicking right now. So I like them covering here. Yeah, this is also three and a half. Because I guess every line this week is three and a half. That does seem pretty low. Like the the Raiders beat the Ravens by seven. Honestly, I could have gone another way pretty easily. But yeah, this doesn't really seem fair. Like Yeah. Like that's saying, are the Raiders and Chiefs the same, like same level? No way. Right? No. Yeah. That's that offensive line just looked bad for the Ravens too. Mm-hmm. Like the the Raiders are getting in the backfield. I mean, they've got some decent pass rushers, but nothing crazy. Like yeah. nothing the Chiefs don't have. So, um, yeah, I don't. I just don't know about this Ravens team. Like Sammy Watkins, good receiver. Hollywood, good receiver, but. Again, just not like really elite guys next to Jack. It kind of felt like Lamar Jackson versus the world out there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he he was great. I thought he really showed his stuff. Like, made some of the better throws I've seen him ever make. Um, and then obviously his running ability is just like mm-hmm. always going to be there. He's he's amazing. But I just don't know if he has enough around him. He did have to run for his life a bunch that game. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if the Ra- the Raiders uh, D line is actually really good though, because Max Crosby was like every play just in for the backfield sure. uh, max Crosby is a good player yeah like he, he's a he's a really good edge rusher for sure uh but yeah i just think kansas city will just have their way in this matchup i guess it the only hesitation i do i have is that they never cover <laughs> <laughs> but i mean last week like i think the browns are better than the ravens and yeah kansas city was favored by like i think it was like six and a half against the browns five but, and a half but yeah so yeah. this is kind of i don't know this is a weird line maybe there's just a lot of people a lot of Ravens fans. I don't know why it'd be. Yeah, I say if the Chiefs don't cover this time, we never pick them again. Yeah, this might be the one. Yeah, yeah, actually, uh, three and a half. Is fucking... But it seems like they're gonna win every game by three points because, like we said about the Bucks, where they they just do enough to win. Like Mahomes yeah. just knows. All right, just let me get, just keep us down two, two to three, and we'll just you know game winning drive every time. Um, okay, last game. Speaking of the Raiders, so they're at Pittsburgh. Yeah, this is kind of a weird line too because I guess Vegas. Well, this is weird. Vegas isn't buying into the Raiders. 
their home team because Pittsburgh's mm-hmm. favored by six. Ouch. Yeah, that's that's a tough line. I, that's why I'm taking the Raiders because I don't I don't really get that one. Um, coming off a win, I just I mean that's a lot of confidence in Pittsburgh. That I mean I I, mean, I guess they just beat the Bills, who were probably mm-hmm. the favorite or one of the favorite one of the two favorites maybe one of the three favorites to win the AFC. Um, but yeah, that just seems like a little bit too much confidence in Pittsburgh. I didn't think Ben Roethlisberger looked great, and they didn't really have a running game either. And like you said, that game kind of came down to that punt. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I, actually, I'm taking the Raiders here. I don't know. I think I could see the Steelers winning this game by like anywhere between three and six points. But yeah, that that line seems large by a whole me. touchdown. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Steelers here just because. I mentioned my theme for this week is teams that are <clears throat> riding a little too high. And I feel like you saw Derek Carr after he threw that game-winning touchdown, which was a for like a busted coverage where no one was guarding the guy. And he was doing the whole, like, <laughs> over, it's over, blah, blah, blah. So I just feel like, yeah, they have to bounce back down to earth. And the Steelers are the team that might – like, we could see a, a Derek Carr game this week where it's, like, 120 yards, like, two picks yeah. and a fumble. Yeah. You know, like – it Dude, could be. It could be. Ugly. Josh Jacobs isn't playing. Also, that's true. I think that's that's a big factor, definitely. But I I actually think the Raiders are a better team than people think. Like, I mean, Derek Carr, I think, is a very underrated player. I mean, it pains me to say this as a Chargers <laughs> fan, but I I really believe that. Like, if you look at his stats from last year, he was mm-hmm. he was really good. And I know like he didn't get voted into the NFL top 100 by the players, which is kind of interesting because yeah, based on his like, there's a lot of guys with uh, worse stats than he had that got in there. So that list is weird too. Like, there's. Yeah, that list has a lot of issues with it. I feel like it's it's an interesting list because it gives you a good like perspective of how the players see it at least. But yeah, no, it's it is kind of weird. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think he's a good player. I think the I think he's like kind of an underrated quarterback, and uh, I think the Raiders are maybe a little bit better than people think. Yeah, did you watch the uh, the Manning brothers broadcast at all for that game? Honestly, I turned it on for like thirty seconds and like. Peyton was doing some weird shit with Wait, that's exactly what I did. He was trying to be great. Okay, yeah, yeah. And, like, and I just was like, nope, this is just isn't for me. And it was like a play or two behind the real broadcast. I was right, like, I and it wasn't what I anticipated. <laughs> like I was just kind of thinking of them in a booth, actually just calling yeah, the game, that's what I thought it was gonna be. which would kind of be cool. But I get like how that wouldn't work for ESPN either. But yeah, yeah, no, that just I don't I don't know how anyone watched that really. Like that was weird. <laughs> I wish I flipped back and forth to it because apparently they brought Russell Wilson in, which. Really? And I guess, like, Russell Wilson, whenever he comes in as, like, a guest commentator, it's always just, like, the craziest game ever, which uh, <laughs> okay, which it was. So yeah. I kind of wish I tuned in for that part, but I think, that's funny, we probably watched the same exact part where Peyton had the headset on, mm-hmm. and he's, like, doing his Gruden impression. It's like, all right, this, nope, I'm just trying to watch the game, but <laughs> yeah, this is entertaining, but I don't and know. And then Eli was just kind of, like, sitting there looking awkward, and, like, Ray Lewis just kind of, like, yeah, kind of confused and I, yeah, I don't know. I just I had to get out of there as quickly as possible. I guess ESPN two. That's just like their experimental channel. Yeah, like, pretty much, just, dude. Let's put the Manning brothers, yeah. Ray Lewis, and right. uh, I say Russell put up fucking just get Manning in the booth, man. Fuck, yeah. fuck Brian Greasy, man. Get him out of there, all right. And fucking Levy, just stick to boxing, all right. Uh, yeah. So, I guess uh, that's a weird. Yeah, that was strange. I guess I don't think we'll be seeing that again this year i'm guessing <laughs> i kind of hope we don't but i do hope they keep doing weird i guess all the experimental shit they do is never it's like it sounds interesting and then like the nickelodeon game oh, you watch it is. for a second you're like all right this is I'm good. actually the dumbest thing i've ever seen yeah <laughs> like oh wait this is as bad as it sounded when i first heard it right 
Like it's just like a basketball game with some like Adobe After Effects fire. Where every every basket they score, it's like two star points. Right. I thought it was just two points. Wait, what, am I missing something? It's yeah. like a different game. And like Richard Jefferson is high and calling <laughs> it, or I don't know, dude. Like it's just weird. Weird. ESPN is getting more liberal with their their drug policy, though. Yeah. On those ESPN two shows, it's definitely like. Remember they had Kevin Garnett. This is on TNT, the Area Twenty One. Yeah, I never yeah. really watched that, but it's so funny. Because he's always just like super high and just has random guests, and they're also super high. And then Shaq and them are just roasting them through Zoom, basically. So Kevin Garnett and the guests would just be like, what? Are they talking about us? Okay, that's the last game. Let me take a break, and then I got got a couple questions about last week. You just got to... All right, just some quick questions for you. Speed round. Uh, I guess first things first, uh, did LASIK save Jameis' career? Uh, I think the only answer you could really give right now is yes. I mean, <laughs> the guy threw five touchdowns, dude. He had zero interceptions. I also think, because you know how he had that interception, but it ended up getting called back on a roughing the passer penalty that was fairly questionable, as most of them are. Um, That's like, being generous, too. Oh, fairly yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, that, was, that one was maybe <laughs> was the terrible. worst. Yeah. Uh, but to me, that's like a reversal of fortune, potentially. Mm-hmm. Like, before, that's just an interception. But now it's like, wait, you're telling me, like, because he was already having a great day, so it was kind of like, okay, he still had a great day, but it, of mm. course he had to throw one pick, right? But he didn't. He didn't throw he any picks because of the no penalty. So, yeah, it's just, I think it definitely saved his career. That's what you have to say as of now, 100%. Yeah. Yes, you're right. There is no, that wasn't even like a yes, no. That was a trick question. Another, right, one more thing about that, too, and this is a theory I have, is maybe he couldn't see how fat he was, too. Like, I'm just saying, like, maybe he when he look looked in the, in the mirror, mirror like, he didn't see he was chunky as hell. And so he's like, when he finally got that surgery, he realized he needed to lose some weight. He dropped those LBs. Whole new guy. And now he's going, putting up Drew Brees numbers. Exactly. Oh, yeah. better. Yeah. Hall of Fame, here we come. It's possible. Now, though, on the other hand, if there's, like, the law of averages. Mm-hmm. So he has to throw the same amount of touchdowns as picks in a season. Right. So that means there's a game coming where he has... <laughs> zero touchdowns five, five picks. yeah no that's why i'm saying for now i said the answer is yes because mm-hmm. uh, it could be no five days from now we're just going off the evidence that we have exactly. yeah exactly. we can't speculate so yeah. yeah i think we could check that out that's a yes uh that is a incredible ad for lasik too like mm-hmm. i don't know LASIK? why they, no, like, they got no, steph James curry and Jameis winston like do a commercial <laughs> who's doing the marketing for lasik man come on step it up yeah that's a campaign right there yeah. that'd be the funniest uh they could do the funniest commercials with Steph and Jameis together. <laughs> okay, next question. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, is Josh Allen back to sucking? Is he the opposite of Jameis now? Did they just reverse? Okay, so my answer is I, no, but it, it's interesting to contemplate because it is possible that that does happen. Because if we think about it, this is his fourth year in the league, right? Mm-hmm. So his first two years, his first year he was bad. His second year he was mostly bad. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then his third year, he broke out and was a great player. Yeah. Good enough to be voted top five in the NFL 100 by his peers. Okay, so really good player. But that's one versus two still. He still mm-hmm. has more years as a bad quarterback than a good quarterback. So, I mean, I think it's perfectly reasonable to suggest that he's going to come down to earth to some extent. I mean, it's hard to see him going, like, bad, bad. Yeah. But 
again, like I said, you, you don't know. I, I, he hasn't done enough to prove that he's a bona fide, bona fide, legit star in this league, to me at least. I mean, he was last year, but is he going to be this year? If he does it again this year, then you say, okay, yeah, next year he's going to be great. But mm-hmm. he hasn't done it twice yet, so I need to see him do it twice. And until then, I think it's a totally, totally reasonable thing to possibly believe in. Yeah. If things don't go well versus Miami this week, like that's going to be the conversation I think a lot of people are going to be having. This is like the because even like the first year you could just chalk it up to it's a rookie year so throw that out so it's like one pretty bad and then one really good so yeah. now it is like yeah which way is his career gonna go so I think yeah it could be somewhere in the middle because like he's not ever gonna be as bad as he was two years ago mm-hmm. he also honestly he probably won't ever be as good as last year because his numbers were pretty ridiculous like, right well that's the question is can he get back to that or mm-hmm. right but and even he, if he is like somewhere in between that's still pretty good but mm-hmm. the Bills aren't. Yeah, people are expecting the Bills to be Super Bowl contenders because right. they think he's going to be what he's, he was last year. He's like a Mahomes type mm-hmm. player, which I just I think I mentioned it when we were doing like the playoff picks last year. There's just too many plays every game, big games where it's like he got lucky in the playoffs last year because the lineman recovered it, mm-hmm. his O lineman recovered it, but like he just takes those terrible sacks where he fumbles. Yeah, like for sure. Yeah. I mean, even like you're saying, like last year we did see Josh Allen plays, but they just kind of went the other way. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, you know, how sometimes defenses, they just, they have, you know, 32 turnovers in a season. It, mm-hmm. That's not necessarily because they were great. It just kind of was lucky. And I think you could say that with Josh Allen. Sometimes like those plays that shouldn't work, they work. Mm-hmm. And then they start, they stop working again later on. And that maybe that's what's happening yeah. to him. So I think the answer is no, he's not back to sucking, but he also right. might not be. Yeah. Like, well, this this week is going to be a big. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But as of now, I would say as of now, I would say no. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, here's this one. We'll hit close to home. Is uh, is Melvin Gordon back? Because we were watching <laughs> that game. <laughs> yeah. We just happened to watch when Melvin Gordon, who changed the numbers, so that really threw us off. Right. Right. Busted off like a seventy yard touchdown or something. Yeah, I've never seen him run that fast in my <laughs> life. No way, dude. Not not at Wisconsin. <laughs> not at you know San Diego slash LA. Like nowhere did I see him run like that. That was it was incredible, really. Um, maybe it's the dreads. I don't know. If you lose five pounds in hair, does mm-hmm. that make you go faster? Potentially. But uh, is Melvin Gordon back? I mean, was he ever here? I don't. Was he ever? Did he ever arrive? I'm just saying. To me, <laughs> Melvin Gordon was always a good back, but he was never like in that upper echelon, and that's why he didn't get the money that he wanted. And uh, so, no, I, I think, I think Melvin Gordon is right where he should be, which is a solid running back. That's what I think he he was that, and I think he still is that. But I don't think he's he's elite in any way. Yeah, that is just what one. Yeah, it was seventy yards. That's what one seventy yard touch or one you know long run could do. Because okay, take out that run, he had. 10 carries for 31 yards there you go so that yeah. seems like more... that's that's melvin gordon right yeah there. so his numbers look crazy like 9.2 yards per carry 100 right. yards but yeah 70 percent of those came on one carry right. injuries and fumbles to come as mm-hmm. well so. but the number change i think that was what was the trippiest part because like yeah i thought he'd been 28 forever no i remember when i saw that run initially i was like is that the rookie that's why yeah, i just instinctively shouted and then <laughs> someone was like wait no that's Melvin Gordon. <laughs> like we all saw the name on the back too. Right. At a certain point, we're like, no, wait, wait, that's not, yeah. that's not right. They have another Gordon running back on their team. No, no. <laughs> okay, uh, we do last last question here. Is Kyler Murray the MVP this year? Damn man, I I think it's a real possibility because you know he's just gonna put up numbers, and I'm starting to think that last year, because he had that great game versus Seattle where they came back and they had that dramatic victory. Um, 
and then he kind of his play really went down from there and there's speculation that he might have been kind of hurt and i'm starting to think that maybe he was kind of hurt um because dude he was really good in this game and uh like I said, he's just gonna he's gonna run the ball a lot and he's gonna throw it a lot. And I think Kingsbury seems to have a good hold of this offense. I really like that rookie, uh, Rondale Moore. Oh, yeah. So to me, this team has like I know Christian Kirk had two touchdowns. They've got like four pretty damn good receivers out there. I mean two. I mean one really great receiver, obviously in Hopkins, mm-hmm. and then AJ Green is what he is, which is I don't really know. But if he's like your fourth option, like right? Exactly. So I yeah. I think I think they've got a lot of weapons. I like Chase Edmonds coming out of the backfield and that defense. Again, was it Tennessee? Was Tennessee just that bad? It's mm-hmm. still hard to really tell for sure. But, like, Chandler Jones, five sacks in a game. I mean, I don't really think you expect him to do that again. But, like, this defense looked pretty good. They got Buda Baker back there. Isaiah Simmons in his second year. He had a big play in that last game. I think this team is for real. And so I think that's going to give Kyler Murray the base to, to really have, like, a great season. So I think for sure he's in contention. I mean, to me, he was in contention last year. Uh, and I think you know he's definitely going to be in contention this year. I, I think it's a good bet, if anything. To yeah, yeah. I bet the odds are pretty good odds. Yeah. So yeah, stats: four touchdowns, two hundred ninety yards, one pick, and then twenty yards on the ground and another touchdown. Yeah. Where he just had to do the taunt. He just that's so funny when he just holds the ball up. Oh, so <laughs> awesome, dude! Like he's he just like he he just turns around. And he knows yeah. it already. He and just, honestly, on the screen when he did that, I was like, bro, you're like those yeah. guys are kind of close. I know, to you. He's just so, but he knows. He knows. <laughs> he's just so fast. Uh, yeah, that would also be a pretty good bet. The only hesitation I would have, like you mentioned last year, you kind of did a similar or had a similar like right. kind of roller coaster season. But once he has to play his division, that's gonna be tough. Cause that's well, Ramsey, well, right? Well, to me, that's like that's the that's kind of the linch point. It's like yeah. either that division is gonna break him and he's not gonna be able to perform, or if he is able to perform versus them, then you gotta say, okay, this guy's. Oh yeah, we got to be MVP because if he has a great season and he beats all these great teams, because maybe that's the best division we have in the mm-hmm. NFL this year. Then uh, right, because if he has if he has the numbers, that means he'll have to have like the narrative wins too. It's like yeah. he went into LA or into SF. Or yeah, exactly. Like Zones. those would be yeah. huge prime time type wins mm-hmm. that will make yeah. a difference. So he has like he could pad his stats because they have the AFC South. So like he gets mm-hmm. to play the. Texans, yeah, and the Jaguars, like, yeah, that might be like the second worst division in football, right there. Maybe the worst division, actually. yeah, yeah. I mean, actually, you could say the bad teams in that division are maybe so. Like that, the NFC South is none of those teams are good, but none of them are atrocious. I don't think. Whereas AF- could, AFC South, yeah, yeah. A, no, 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 I was saying the NFC South compared that, compared to the AFC South. Isn't the NFC South the no, NFC Saints. East. Sorry, the NFC East. But yeah, AFC South, and then uh, but the NFC East, AFC South. That's we got. AFC South, yeah. NFC East. Yeah, yeah. Those, are, those are the two I'm comparing. They do have. Do I would go NFC East over the AFC? Yeah, South that's what I'm saying. I think there's more of a medium mm-hmm. in the NFC. Um, even their worst yeah. team, like we saw yesterday, like I probably would have thought it was the Giants. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I think the Jaguars are going to be bad, bad <laughs> too. And uh, honestly, like if if I was forced to bet. Urban Meyer over under two years, I would go under right now. Right, now. honest to God, <laughs> going under. Dude, if we were if we were a first take type show, we could have done an episode right after they lost to Houston because Ohio State had just lost to Oregon the day before, right, right. and just been like, yeah, skip that. It's probably like, oh, that's it. He's going back yeah. tomorrow. Like, yeah, Ryan Day's fired. 
they're going to trade for each other yeah. somehow. Yeah, well, that's why I thought it was pretty funny that because uh, Clay Helton got fired at USC, oh, yeah. and so obviously oh. people asked Urban Meyer right away, and he, mm-hmm. he, you know, obviously very strongly denied, like, you know, no, fuck that, I'm here, which, I mean, obviously, like, can you imagine if he was, like, three weeks in, yeah. I'm going to USC, like, they just gave me a great offer, like, there's just no way, you, you can't do that, you'd fucking burn too many bridges. That would be a great um, SNL skit, though, if, like, because coaches and players always say, and, like, GMs, when it's like, oh, are you going to trade this player? No, we're not going to trade him. And then three hours later, that player's traded. Or yeah. coaches always say, "No, I'm not leaving for that college job." Mm-hmm. A week later, they're back at that college job. Exactly. Like, what does that that uh, press conference go like? like? So, have you seen the USC jobs open? Oh, it is. <laughs> oh, Shit. wait, really? Show me. Let me see that. I gotta article. go. I gotta call my agent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah oh. exactly. It's like, what do you expect them to say, dude? It's like they're coaching a bunch of fucking kids, and mm. like it's, it's ridiculous. Like, I gotta, I gotta make a call actually. Yeah. Uh, you mind if I take this there? Right. now? <laughs> right, right. I mean, I'm kind of worried about the Jaguars in general, to be honest with you. I feel like Trevor Lawrence, maybe he's not the savior some people thought he was. And like I said, I just, I don't know. If, I don't I don't think Urban Meyer's the guy. I just, mm-hmm. I didn't like the hire. I think, like, is he really going to stick around for three seasons just to maybe become relevant by that fourth season? I just, I don't really see it happening. I know he's got those health issues, so. Yeah. It's kind of a franchise in mad flux right now yeah i do think like trevor lawrence looked good you know for what that situation is no he i mean maybe yeah i guess you're right he's got nothing around him so Mm -hmm. you gotta give him the benefit of the doubt but like he made some awful throws like those inters every single one of his interceptions was like worse than Mm -hmm. the one before him and uh him and zach wilson kind of seem like in similar situations where this year is just gonna be it's gonna be rough yeah yeah you're gonna throw picks but like we're not trying to win anyways. I thought Zach Wilson was a lot better though. Still, he had some. In any case, yeah, he did like, have he, some. He really had some throws. fucking dimes. He had this one where he was like getting just drilled. But in the th- corner, yeah, yeah, and he just that one was fucking sweet. S- fucking slaying that thing. Yeah, man. yeah, where you could see like the talent. But mm-hmm. uh, well, so Trevor Lawrence had me thinking about um, because Mac Jones had a you know pretty good first game. But like, what if, what if like Sam Darnold, whatever his rookie year was, or like a guy like Trevor Lawrence, what if they go into a situation like that? They probably, like, the way we think of them is completely different. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, and that's, yeah, you always got to consider that in the NFL. Like, what if, you know, what if Mahomes had gone to the Bears? Like, is he Mm -hmm. still, I mean, I would still think he'd be a great player, but is he, like, the GOAT that we all fucking think he is and that sort of thing? Or is he, like, Stafford, where it's, like, maybe Stafford's that example. No, I mean, totally. Like, I mean, it's fascinating to think about, for Mm -hmm. sure. And, um... I think yeah. If if is Trevor Lawrence was in Bill Belichick's system, do I think he'd probably be doing better? Definitely, you yeah. know. Like um, that team would be, yeah, like probably actually dangerous. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> what did Mac Jones? I just want to check his stats really quick. I kind of, dude. I don't know though. I just I'm kind of low on Trevor Lawrence. I'm not gonna really? lie. Like I get, I get the he hair? was. It's a little bit the hair. It's a little <laughs> bit the face. Yo, not gonna lie. Tim likes to call him. He's like, he's just kind of looks like a girl. <laughs> he looks a little meth heady, also. For sure, <laughs> he just got a bizarre mug to me, man. Yeah, like was... I don't know with him sometimes, and he he's like he looks very young still. Mm-hmm. He's got like a lot of the youth in him. Um, <laughs> he just doesn't look like a fucking stud but he's quarterback. To me. I know, I know, yeah. no, I don't doubt like his physical ability. Like I just don't, I don't doubt it at all. And, like, to me, he seems like a guy that would do great in college. Like, mm-hmm. in that environment, really suited him. Kind of, like, a little bit more laid back. Yeah. Like, you're the man. Like, fucking... Sun- he's like know. Sunshine. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like yeah. Sunshine. Exactly. Yeah. That's a great example. Um, kind of like Sunshine. And then, like, the NFL's a different animal, though, man. Mm-hmm. You kind of... You got to kind of grind... Be a grinder. And I don't know if he's that sort of grinder. 
Um, I he think he, he can. He, I don't think he's gonna be an outright bust by yeah. any means. But like, I just don't know if he's because people compare him to like Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning, that sort of thing. I don't think he's gonna get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just didn't like. I don't know. I just didn't watch enough college football to really know either yeah, way. But, yeah. Yeah. But I agree. He's definitely. Yeah. He's not gonna be a complete bust. Like he. Even just like that frame mm-hmm. and the arm talent, like he's yeah. just too good to right, right. fully flame out. But and he he's a winner, a so yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, but yeah, now he's stuck on the Jaguars, which it's a losing team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's that's tough, you know. Yeah. Especially he might be on his second coach in the same season, right? Exactly. Yeah, because Urban Meyer always has that. Not not it's not not an excuse, but like he could just say like if you know if his heart is giving him issues. I would like, call it an excuse for sure, dude. <laughs> I mean. Right, I mean, like no one's gonna, like, it, no one's gonna frame yeah. it that way in the media, and that's why it's mm-hmm. a great excuse, actually. Yeah, right, because Cause he, it, it he probably just... is true, but like, mm-hmm. it also could just be like, I don't really want to do this. Like, yeah, yeah, I'd probably be a little healthier if I didn't do this. Like, yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, you you have to feel like he's thought that through, right? Like mm-hmm. when he before he accepted this job, he had to have thought like, okay, I might have to be here a while, or maybe he's that that egotistical. He's like, oh, I'm gonna. Trevor Lawrence, give me two seasons, yeah. Super Bowl. Like I could see it. I don't yeah. know, right? Because like, you have that much success in college, like year after year yeah. after year. Maybe it just kind of gets in your mind that yeah. you're going to be able to do anything. And don't college coaches seem like you know when you when you're one of those like successful college coaches, you probably your head has to get big because you're like the man in this tiny little mm-hmm. town. It's like Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, and all you're like, they care about there is Ohio State. Right, you're the highest paid educator mm-hmm. in the state. Like, you're like the <laughs> highest paid public employee. Right, exactly. <laughs> and like everyone there, everywhere you go. You probably never have to pay for food, mm-hmm. for beers, wherever. Like, and now you go to Jacksonville, right? And th- like, those people probably hated you for a long time because they're all Florida fans, they're all Tim like, Tebow fans, yeah, yeah. Florida State. Fans. <laughs> so it is a different, a different animal. But, uh, but I was always thought about that. Like, it is all about not all, but it's like ninety percent situation in yeah. football. Because for sure, no, totally. You put on a shitty team, like it's gonna be a rough. And that year could feel like forever. I feel like. yeah. I agree, 100%. I mean, I think it, it matters even more so with these kind of, like, I think a star is going to be a star anywhere, but, mm-hmm. uh, like, these kind of guys that, like, need a good system matters a lot for them. Yeah, for sure. like, Mahomes is definitely going to be... Yeah. He like, is definitely, like, the exception, right? Yeah. Like, he, where, wherever he was, he's going to put up numbers. But, no, the Stafford, I like the Stafford comparison That's, for sure. Like, that that could be interesting. He could just be a guy just putting up fucking giant arms, just throwing mm-hmm. bombs all, all game long, but still losing all the time because he's mm-hmm. on the Bears. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you got? Do you have any other points that you want to hit on for the NFL so far? Dude, I'm just I'm sick of these roughing the passer calls, oh, man. Like I know everyone is, and I just that's what I don't understand is everyone hates him. So what are we doing? Like, what's the point of having this rule? I mean, I understand it's to protect the quarterbacks, and like it it kind of feels like the NFL is trying to work to a point where they don't want anyone to hit the quarterbacks and no mm-hmm. one wants that though that's not that's not good for the game that's not fun and like it's just as a fan it just sucks to see these calls affect the game in serious moments when it doesn't really actually matter to the game itself so mm-hmm. yeah because that's a huge that's a huge call because it's 15 yards yeah and i, I oh, guess massive call. First down, yeah right? no and i mean even in week one i think three or four games were massively affected mm-hmm. by those even calls. that saints game like if Jameis throws a pick there, it was yeah, it was you know it was like a blowout, but no, yeah, but I mean know, like, that's just a bad call. Like mm-hmm. it's just I just don't get that call at all. It doesn't it do, doesn't make sense to me. And then just like also the taunting penalty, which oh, yeah. they re- like why? Like I'm just who is? What's the point of stopping taunting? I mean, yeah. isn't the NFL built for entertainment? It's built to entertain us, right? Everyone loves it. 
let it happen, dude. It's fun. It's good for the game. They're fucking playing football. It's like a violent fucking mm-hmm. sport. Like, guys are half killing each other out there. Like, let them fucking talk a little shit. Let them show some That's, emotion. Right. That's yeah. how you, like, I don't know how you could play a sport like that without talking shit. Yeah. Like, I really don't, dude. Just the same way fighters fucking like to look at each other and spat and that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Like, it's the same type of deal. Just let it happen, man. Yeah, it's, that one is even. That one honestly might be even worse than the roughing the passer because right. that they can at least say like yeah. we're protecting the quarterbacks. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. No one wants right. more concussions, but taunting what it's hurting people's feelings. Right, they're playing football. Like, exactly, their feelings dude. are the last thing on their yeah. mind. I feel like. Like, I mean, if a fucking guy walks up to the other team's sideline and starts like fucking miming, jerking his dick or something, then by all means, throw a flag. Like that's yeah. excessive. Like I'm down. <laughs> like if guys get excessive, fuck it. Mm-hmm. But like this. This normal shit, just, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Cut it, cut it out. Yeah. The roughing the pastor, there was one in the Thursday night game, wasn't there? Yeah, the, well, yeah, there was a Chase Young one. Yeah. Where he, like, landed on Daniel. See, that's the worst one of all, because it's, like, it's a form tackle. Mm-hmm. He did everything right, and but he's somehow expected to, like, jump off the guy halfway. It just doesn't make sense to me, and it just... I think these guys are aware of it. They don't yeah. want to get penalties, but they you can't stop yourself from doing it. It's inevitable. Dude, and they're sometimes. trying so hard. You could tell cuz like even Chase Young Okay, it's like it's like, it goes against physics. Like you're falling. Mm-hmm. What right. are you supposed to do? Like Well, you you <laughs> launch yourself at someone and yeah. you grab them. What are you supposed to you do? Yeah. Exactly. Like you're just I mean, the they're feat of athleticism to like spin off yeah. him is incredible. Well, you could see like I'm saying they're trying cuz like while they're falling, they are trying to like Yeah. Like I'm not I'm sorry like Oh yeah, it's oh. it's ridiculous, dude. <laughs> So it's like flap their way, like fly away. I don't, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Sweat had one earlier or later in the game where he kind of like spun Daniel Jones mm-hmm. around and threw him to the ground, which I think should technically be a penalty by the rule, but they didn't throw the flag. So again, there's just like, there's not consistency. It's just annoying. It's just yeah. really, it's annoying. And it's funny because we're not even like, we're like 26. We're not, you know, you don't well, want, we're not we're old like heads the 80s or anything or, like that. Yeah. yeah. We're not I mean, like, Vontez Burfecht is my favorite player. I want a Vontez Burfecht tattoo. <laughs> I love when receivers got killed going over the middle, but it's right. just, it's like if if the tackle looks like a training drill that we would like watch a training video that we watched in high school, mm-hmm. it probably shouldn't be roughing the passer. Exactly, like, right? Exactly. That's how you're taught to tackle. Yeah. So it's like because we've already banned you can't go high, you can't mm-hmm. go low, but then if you go in the middle, you have to make sure you jump off. <laughs> it's just that's what I'm saying. It's like they almost it's almost like they just want you to kind of like bear hug the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Just hold him up. Till the ref calls the play dead. Like, part of me fears that that's the future of the NFL. I mean, I hope it doesn't get to that. But it it kind of feels like that sometimes. And then, you know, what happens from that is you have those plays, like, where a guy is close to the sideline and people don't hit him because they think he's going out of bounds and they don't want to get a unnecessary roughness. So he gets, like, a 40-yard touchdown, which has happened before. Exactly. Totally. And it's, like, it's hard to blame the defender because you're, like, well... He's like, I wasn't trying to get a 15-yard penalty. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is, if you're going to be fair to the defender, at this point, you have to, anytime they get a quarterback in their grasp, the play's dead. Like, just call yeah, the play just dead. Yeah, call it right away. Because it's not fair, and we've seen this multiple times, for, like, if a guy's got him, and then the quarterback escapes and makes a play, mm-hmm. and then, like, sometimes the defender's like, I was, like, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Like, that's bullshit, man. That's- so, again, it's just giving so much an advantage to the offensive player. It just makes defense in this league so hard that's why i didn't even really felt like i saw really any defense mm. last week yeah like, that's why it's I, just defense is just so difficult in the modern yeah. nfl that uh the uh chase young roughing the passer i remember specifically thinking after that play like i feel bad for defenders 
like I'm gonna try and like appreciate good defensive players more because yeah. they're they have it so rough for like, sure. No, that sucks. Like you said, the spinning around thing. Like you said, that's a penalty if you kind of like body slam right. them down. So that's why we see a lot of those quarterback escapes. Exactly, the guys. Like, I didn't want to get a rough right, right. Or... And he doesn't like once you got him and you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you supposed to do besides let him go? It's just... Yeah, it's yeah, rough, and this is making me feel old. But. Right. No, nah, we don't want to be old heads out here, but we just want to see a fun game. Yeah, I feel like that's everybody. It's like Von Miller was wearing that hat, you know, make football fun again. That's what I'm all about, dude. Let's let's make it fun. Yeah, we don't want to get like the NBA where it's all like, you know, three pointers and kick your feet out. Yeah, exactly. I just stuff. who's who are the people advocating? I are like I I mean this honestly. I just don't understand. Like taunting is it like? Do we not want kids seeing that? Is that yeah. Like what what is, what is that? I don't know. I don't really understand it. Just doesn't make sense. I know, like what's that might be the best. Like if we had to come right. up with the best it's like, reason, it's like it's for the kids, right? Which I kind of get, but like, but also if you want kids to learn stuff, don't make them watch football. Football, exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. That's what we're coming back to. It's a violent sport, yeah. dude. Like, let's not like pretend football. And that's what the NFL is trying to do is pretend like it's something that's not. Mm-hmm. Which is like it's the most violent sport probably on the planet. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Even, there's, like, there might be like, some like crazy shit in like fucking Bali that they play. Do, or, like, you know. do you think like the quick answer would be like, oh, UFC is more dangerous? So there's way more no. serious football injuries, yeah. right? No, I think football is much more violent mm-hmm. than UFC. When in UFC do you really see people get yeah. carted off like in a neck brace? Right. I mean, they've con- you know? they've. I mean, they, the science is there that like some of these hits are like worse than car collisions and shit like that. So, <laughs> like, no, nah, football is the most brutal sport mm-hmm. without a doubt. So at least let them have some fun, like exactly because why are people gonna play football if they can't right like i mean even just like to to have the fucking capacity in you to like fucking bring someone down with your body like you it requires like uh just something that you know you have to release energy man it's like primal yeah it's primal (laughs) exactly and that's why we love watching it so right let them play don't ruin it with the penalties but yeah we'll end it with that rant i think that's a good ending place (laughs) uh give us really quick prediction for the final score chargers cowboys you said it's a 38 23 chargers 38 23 okay that's 61 points okay that's over uh, is that over i'm pretty that's a pretty high over under i believe that they have set but yeah let's see with most of those cowboys points coming in the fourth quarter garbage time yeah. <laughs> dax just gonna rack up the garbage yeah, time touchdown. man he's the garbage man <laughs> yeah i couldn't get it up in time we'll wrap it there Thanks for listening to another episode of the Ball Till You Fall podcast. Uh, If you enjoyed the episode, please like, rate, subscribe, follow, download, all the above. Uh, Honestly, we're going to keep releasing episodes even if you guys don't do any of the above, but it'll just make us feel better about ourselves if we see that people are listening and, you know, downloading and basically just enjoying the episodes. So be a nice person today. Uh, Please spread the word. Uh, The world needs more nice people out there. So just search Ball Till You Fall podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or basically just anywhere that you listen to podcasts out there. Again, we really appreciate the support and we'll talk to you next episode.